0: It's the People's Show. This hour is brought to you by Avenue Machinery and Douglas Lake Equipment. To be a champion on the worksite. Find them together online at D-L-E-A-M-C dot Dan Riccio and Sat T.R. Shaw in the Kintec studio. And you could be a part of the Jay's Care Celebrity Golf Classic through the online silent auction. Bid on round-trip flights for two. That sounds nice. A Whistler getaway also sounds very nice. And a Canucks VIP experience with Halford and Bruff. No comment. Visit jayscaregolf.ca for more details to make your bids. Auction closes July 27th with proceeds supporting Challenger Baseball BC. Uh, we mentioned Lionel Messi making his debut with Inter Miami today, Sat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be off the bench. He's not starting for Inter Miami. And That's wise. Stop. Yeah. That's wise. Uh, he's, uh, he's on a minute's limit.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's
0: That's wise. That's wise.
1: And and, I mean, and you probably, because of he hasn't played and everything, you you rather bring him on before the pace of the game is breakneck, because you know the first 10-15 minutes of an MLS match. So it makes sense.
0: Yeah. It makes sense. Makes a ton of sense. I I don't know. I agree. It's the League's (laughs) Cup. Does anybody know Inter-Miami is the worst team in MLS right now?
1: They are? Yes. Not
0: for long. (laughs) I assume. Bo- I think both uh, Messi and uh, Sergio Bus- Busquets are starting off the bench for uh, Inter Miami. So.
1: so I have a legacy question to start off the mailbag with, if you guys want.
0: Okay. Let's uh, get to the mailbag here on the People's Show. It's a Friday mailbag. Uh, Josh will ask most of the questions, but apparently Sad's got one first.
1: Can Messi truly be considered the greatest of all time if he doesn't win an MLS title? <laughs> Um, they yes. spend like a billion to bring him over.
0: Yes, yes, he can. <laughs> he could still, he could still be the best. I I'm to I'm say saying, yes too. By the way, he's already the best. So, nothing that can happen from now until uh, the end of his career will change that.
2: It's like, hey, is Connor McDavid the best player in the NHL? If he doesn't win a Calder Cup, or
0: <laughs> a Calder a Calder, Cup? Calder Cup, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> McDavid didn't win a Mem Cup. He can't be the greatest hockey no, player. No,
1: no, I think I think honestly if you want to look at if you want and this is not to crap on the MLS too much, but the equivalent considering all the great leagues and you know whether it's Copa America, you know you talk about, you know the Euro, you talk about all these, you know, great events and international events, the MLS Cup or winning the MLS probably ranks pretty close to winning the Spengler Cup.
0: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, it's listed as one of the first honors on David Beckham's Wikipedia page. Uh, Spangler Cup? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know he was there. <laughs> MLS Cup. So MLS Cup does not have the same prestige as some uh, other European trophies you could win in soccer. Or even South American trophies, to be quite honest. Like, if you were to win a Copa Libertadores trophy uh, before an MLS Cup, it probably has more stature for your CV than an MLS Cup at this point. I don't even know what that is. I'm sure you don't, Josh. All right. All right, let's get to some actual questions.
2: Uh, Leaf Singh, do you think the Canucks should just sell the team and move to Atlanta?
0: <laughs> no. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I,
1: I don't. I think Winnipeg's a great great idea.
2: Well, it's got to go through Atlanta
0: to get to Winnipeg. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> or are you talking about Winnipeg selling the team and moving yes.
0: to Atlanta? <laughs> ah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Winnipeg. Tough, uh, that would be a really tough thing if Winnipeg went back to Atlanta. <laughs> Nobody would love it more than Satyar Shah. Has that ever happened? I don't think it's ever happened.
2: Team going back to where it came from after yes. being relocated.
0: Would they go back to being the Thrashers? Why wouldn't they go back to being the Thrashers? Yeah. You're not going to be, be the
2: Atlanta
1: Jets. Yes. Back to back.
0: Well, they, they, they had to buy the Jets name back from the Arizona team, didn't they? Yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> Vancouver is not going to sell the team and move to Atlanta. Don't think that's happening.
2: Atlanta should get a team, though.
0: I'm you still think so? on that train. hundred third
2: team? 100%. You got it. like, eventually it's got to work in that market. Have you it's been to big. Atlanta? I have. Oh. That's part of it, maybe. It's because I went there, and I'm like, you know what? Soft spot. Be a good April road trip. Go to Atlanta uh,
0: Atlanta and Augusta. Ooh, Got to be close. Hard-,
2: hard to get tickets to one of
0: those. Yes. Yes. All right, next.
2: Uh this one from the Canucks last great captain. Who will have an over and the picture was a mess. by the way. just to yeah. put that out there. Who will have an overall better 2023-2024 regular season, Elias
1: Pettersson or Jack Hughes? Ooh. 23-24 season. How are we
2: judging Whoa. this?
1: Oh hey, um, is it just points or overall value? Assume, I assume might- like well, like do both like points and overall value. I can see Jack Hughes having like a huge point year, especially with how that Devils team plays and how much support they have. Yeah, um, getting to on that power play as well and how much he can score there.
0: Hmm. It's hard to and- like project any like any uh, young player winning. An Art Ross Trophy, yeah, in uh, the Connor McDavid era of the NHL, but like Jack Hughes, I think has big time raw point upside. But yeah. I think Pedersen, maybe I'm just, I too think Pedersen's the Patterson. better Pedersen. Yeah, can I mean, be like one of the, if not the best, two way center in the league. I think Pedersen can make
1: more of an impact, so I think he can be the better player. But if the question is, you know, if you if you want to judge it by points especially with how bankroom I played this year, maybe not taking as many chances, to potentially. I don't know. I could see Jack Hughes having more points, but Patterson be still being the better player. All right.
2: Next one comes from Pavel88. Been a big topic on the station today.
0: Who is the Canu- next Canucks captain? Quinn Hughes. I was going to say not Elias Petterson, but yeah. uh, that means the default would be quinn hughes yeah i just look there's probably if they are going to name a captain this year there's what three candidates maybe petterson hughes and miller i don't see them giving it to miller and petterson's own admission of being sort of lukewarm on having the sea on his jersey Sort of tells me that he doesn't really want it. So um, I I think that's more. It feels like Quinn Hughes is to lose right now is how I would phrase it. Um, If there's going to be a captain for the Canucks, smart money for me would be on uh, Quinn Hughes. Maybe we should get them to put that up at playnow.com.
1: That's a good
0: one. But I really like honestly, I'd have no issue with the Canucks not having somebody wear the C this year. I'd have no issue with that. Just let it play out for another year.
1: I'm not against it either, um, and we'll see what happens come up from training camp and everything. But it wouldn't shock me if if Quinn does 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 really grab it. So as as a year unfolded last season, especially after got traded and, and a guys whose and a guy whose voice has grown and and is demanding more respect is Quinn. So it seems like he's on that trajectory, and if he shows up with the right mentality, I can see him claiming that as his own this year in training camp. So I think there's a chance they name a captain this year.
2: Phil, to recap a year of hockey radio, what is one thing that happened that pleasantly surprised you? And on the flip side, what let
1: you down? Before I got traded, was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: you, were, you were too quick with yeah, that. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was very quick on the trigger there for Sat. I uh, feel good about that one. Love to see it. Um, what surprised me... That's an interesting question. What let me down? The lack of trades at the draft.
1: (laughs) Yeah, in general, yeah.
0: The lack of trades to follow up the general hope for trades, or at least conjecture around trades, big trades around the league. Really, the last month has been a letdown in the NHL. Um, Something that surprised me was Tage Thompson following up his big season last year with an even better season this year. Yeah. I would say I was genuinely surprised at just how good Tate Thompson was this year. And also that he just became like one of the most fun players to watch in the league. But um, that doesn't mean he's one of the best players in the league. Uh, I think there's still ways to go for that. But he definitely became one of the most fun players to watch in the league. That was something oh, that surprised me.
1: Yeah, one thing that let me down a little bit is how few teams play the right way.
0: That is such a sad thing to say. But it's true. They it's don't true. You saw not play tough in the post enough. Season. No, not even about tough
1: enough. Just play smart. Like, have, have decent details. Like, you know, like, don't be selfish. Like, understand time and situation, time and place. Like, there's four teams. There are four teams that did that well this year, like, consistently well. And they all made it to the conference finals.
2: All right. Next one Austin and Langley. Bayern beat a team in a very tight 27 0 game. What is your largest margin of victory in a sporting event, sporting event that you have participated in? And could the Canucks win a game this year, 27 nothing.
0: Largest margin of victory. I can't remember the largest margin of victory for I anything I played in.
1: I remember one. Okay. This was in grade, uh, I think it was grade, it was actually grade six. We played a basketball game. We had to play in a tournament. We won 60-0. Hmm. 6-0? nothing. hmm yeah. 6 0 6 0 to nothing.
0: You didn't allow a basket.
1: Not a single basket. Couldn't believe it. like That's at impressive. the end it was like see, some some parents were like no wasn't happening but, like, the team was was really bad it was just like we some of the parents were like you guys should have let them score one <laughs> we're like I like, mean they had layoffs. they were missing everything what else do you want us to do
2: at a certain point it's a pride thing too you're like man they haven't scored yet <laughs> yeah we could stop them from
0: scoring in basketball you stopped a team you had a shutout in basketball I almost this is, almost seems unbelievable
1: I know I know like, I couldn't believe it either six sixty to I mean, zero. even a
0: broken clock is right twice a day you know like someone nobody just like. Hit a shot. (laughs) Yeah, it was. (laughs) Nothing just bounced in. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That was ridiculous.
0: Um, So I I don't have a story like that, but I do have uh, in my very brief and bad college hockey career. We were going into a tournament and we played Seneca College and we were just the York campus. So we were really bad. But um, for whatever reason, this tournament we went into had McMaster University. For some reason, they were disqualified from uh, university tournaments, CIS tournaments, and they they played in some of the college tournaments. And, like, I'm, I'm in warm-up sat, and I'm like, man, we are going to get creamed. <laughs> you know what? It's just, like, obvious. It's like, yeah. man, we have no chance today. So, um, I remember getting to the opening face-off, and... Saying to the guy, so like, can you just not mercy us? We just want to play the full game.
1: <laughs> can we just get, get? Can we just get some run here?
0: Uh, we they uh, they mercyed us ten nothing by the two minute mark of the second period. So at least it got through to the. But it was second. just two 20 minute periods. So uh, that's uh, right. that's the way it was okay. set. So you got past the halfway point. Yeah, we got past the halfway point. I uh, I that have... was bad. That was the worst deficit of my uh, my hockey playing career in any sort of game that meant meant something. I've also only been on
2: the other side of it like every every team I've been on has never been that good that great yeah so it's always just been the uh, the opposite side it's tough. Justin and East van which sports figure has gone the furthest with the least amount of talent sports Ooh. figure so oh. I don't know if it necessarily has to be an athlete either. if there's a coach that you're just like how'd you get here? <laughs> Could be that who's done, I the guess.
1: Mo- who's done the most with the least,
0: the
2: most with well, the least amount of talent, for gone the furthest with the least amount of talent. That's a great question.
1: That is a really good question. you can I mean,
2: the the way I was taking it is just like longevity, while not actually being that great. Oh, but you know may- what? maybe I'm reading reading it the wrong way.
1: Oh, okay, well, I mean, I'm, I'm taking it as actually being great. So I think Peyton Manning, to be honest, like not okay, incredible athlete decent athlete not a great arm but one of the best quarterbacks of all time like that's a guy who completely um like he he overshot his upside significantly I'd say his physical upside
2: well, so Like Tom ha- Brady kind of the same then in a way but yeah
1: Brady could Brady could really bomb it though right yeah, like Brady right. had like he didn't have you know like a like a cannon arm the way Josh Allen does but he had never had troubles going deep like Peyton sometimes his deep balls looked like ducks but they just got there
0: Peyton, like he uh he kind of changed the way the position was played right yeah. um and I think that's something that he did that others didn't quite uh, or weren't quite able to do I mean my default is to like uh think about a baseball player and somebody that I think had a longer career than I would have expected when they first came up with the blue Jays was Reed Johnson. <laughs> Right. You know, right. I don't know like that's a completely random thought and take, but Reed Johnson, like the the, the most memorable thing about Reed Johnson was how often he got hit by pitch. And he's just like this guy is going to make a career and get his on-base percentage up into a above average league level just because he's able and willing to take bean balls more than other people in major league baseball. Well, and that's actually- what he did.
1: Well, he would actually he 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 uh, he mastered the art of turning into a yes. ball when it looked like he was trying to get out of the way, right? Because if you turn if you turn your back in, but if you push it out a little bit, you're actually turning into the pitch, but it looks like you're trying to get out of the way. Yeah. And sometimes he get called on and be like, no, that that doesn't count because you turned into it. But he like he he would actually turn into inside pitches.
0: There's twice in his career he got more than 20 beanballs in a year, and uh, he led the league in 2006. Yeah with the Jays for bean balls. And he also happened to have a 390 on base percentage that year. Unreal. That's insane. Reed Johnson. The dude played all the way until
2: 2015. Yeah. I know. He had a career. He was my favorite player growing up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because it made you feel like you had a chance?
2: Well, so not only, like, because I always wanted to be an outfielder that, like, made diving catches and stuff. But the other part was that he had high socks. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> and yes. as a kid,
0: I was like, man, if I you, ever. You like the Reed Johnson look.
2: Yeah, if I ever play baseball, I'm going to have high socks. And obviously, I was a Blue Jays fan. So, he was my guy. Reed Johnson. <sighs>
1: Reed Johnson. And
2: man. then it uh, turned into Marco Scudero for a bit. It's way too much Reed Johnson talk.
1: Yeah. This so, is a great text. John wisebroad <laughs> I mean, he, don't forget he was, a, he was an NBA general manager. An actual general manager. How many guys NBA? have been a
0: GM in two of the big four sports? Not too many
1: yeah AGM but yeah AGM, John Wise
0: has been a part of a front office that's uh, what I should have said
1: that's a good that's a really good one that's
0: it's a, that's a great take actually
1: uh, JL or
2: sorry we'll do this one socks and crocs who would win an arm wrestling match sat or Drance?
1: <laughs> i mean
2: <laughs>
1: is that a real question and i mean this is not to like you
2: it's know it's not even shade on drank i mean no. I, don't, I don't
0: think anybody's beating sat at the station so no is there anyone that could it's like satin Murph would be the heavyweight bout that we'd all want to see. Right.
1: But. Yeah, probably. M- M- Elon's pretty he's pretty uh he works out, so he's pretty yeah. jacked, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's tall, he might have good leverage. Elon might give me a run. That's pretty three, like right? Yeah, yeah, it's
2: probably just Elon. It's the only yeah.
0: threat. He's he's young too. Yeah, he's young too, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's on spry, the exactly. on the go he'd be he'd
2: have an advantage because yep.
0: just a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's pretty much it. But uh, not much of a conversation between Sat and trans. Yeah. Uh, JL, Barbie or Oppenheimer or both this weekend?
1: Neither. Yeah. I mean, I want to see Oppenheimer, 100%. I'm going to see Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, just not this weekend.
0: I'm going to wait for the hype to uh, blow over.
1: Oh, it's not going to blow over. (laughs) No.
0: See, I'd love to go on, like, Cheap Night Tuesday, but...
2: You're gonna have to wait it's, a I'm, few I'm, yeah, cheap nights. I'm sure
0: Tuesday. I'm sure it's already sold out. I haven't even looked, so
2: I'm uh I'm very excited to go tomorrow
0: night. I'm definitely Oppenheimer before Barbie, but I wonder if my wife would feel differently about that. So mm, right. she generally wins most arguments, so well, it I goes. mean,
1: it's just <laughs> you know you know the how the saying goes, man. Happy wife, happy life. That's it. You know? But so, I mean, you know what? You know what? If you if if, if as long as she comes to Oppenheimer, I'll, I'll happily go see Barbie first, no doubt.
2: Are you uh, going out of your way? Because again, we we talked about it yesterday. But Christopher Nolan is like, hey, if you want the ideal viewing experience, you have got to watch it in 70 millimeter IMAX.
1: I'm so how go- many 70 mm mil- millimeter IMAX exist? Because it's not regular IMAX, I would, right? Well, throw out a guess Sat. how many do you <sighs>
2: think exist in Canada? I know because Josh told me the answer yesterday.
1: Yeah. Uh, Six, six. It is yes. six. How many is are it? in?
2: How many are in BC? Uh, one. Yeah, one oh, in Langley. Wow. So the Langley
1: one. I gotta go to Langley to watch this.
0: Yeah. So I'm going oh. to Langley tomorrow night. So the uh, I think the theater on Canby there has a has it in 70 millimeter, but obviously not IMAX. Not IMAX.
1: Wait, how does that work then?
0: 70 millimeter is just like the. The, the way the film is shot. Yeah. Oh, so, so yeah, you camera. get the picture. Type of camera, the type of lens.
1: So Marine Gateway would have it then?
0: Uh, in 70 okay. millimeter? I'm not sure. They would have oh. to, it lists it. When you look yeah. online, it'll say 70 millimeter.
1: Because I don't know if, I, I mean. Generally, I like, movie.
0: it's either vintage theaters or I guess this uh, this IMAX one that might have it. Yeah.
1: Vintage. Oh, so oh, you mean the old theater on, yeah, on yeah. Canby. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I'll, I'll I can't remember back. the
0: name of that place ever.
1: Yeah, report but I mean like so people see you have to watch it like how big of a difference is there,
0: honestly.
2: Yeah, and honestly I've never been a guy that's like, okay, I gotta view it in this specific format, but my friend who I'm going with is very into it and he's like, Hey, we gotta watch it this way, so I'm excited to try it, but I'm also a little scared that
1: it's gonna like be a little too intense, you
0: yeah.
2: know? Yeah. Bombs are gonna be going off.
1: <laughs> I assume. So it's like watching movies in three D in the theaters. Like it's it's never like. Do you ever watch a movie in three D and then watch it not in three D and be like, "Oh, it was much better in three D." Like I've never watched a movie and been like, "Oh, I'm so happy I watched it in three D." This uh, is I like, feel like IMAX is
2: different
0: though. I yeah. I watched uh, John in four D and it was the worst experience of my life. I think I've seen Yeah, yeah,
2: that's the, wait, the wait. chairs that move and everything.
0: Right? Yeah. Oh, that's what they call 4D? the chairs that move. The whole theater yeah. is four D. So every thea- every uh, chair 4D. in the movie theater moves. And there's, like, extra sounds on your seat, and there's lights that go off in the theater, like, you know, so a gun or a bomb goes off, and, you know, there's lights that flash inside the theater, and there's, like, mist that, when it's raining, like, mist will come on, and it's just, like, no, I, I, I definitely did not need this experience. This yeah, it's a little much.
1: i I gonna say 4D, because, like, I mean, we can't really perceive things in 4D.
0: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> that being said, though, IMAX, like, because the the one movie that people always talk about is Avatar. Yes. Where it's like, hey, if you watched it in IMAX, you probably loved it. But I've only watched it on streaming. I
0: whatever. can't imagine anybody really loved that movie.
1: It's okay. I mean, I watched Avatar, the first one, when it came out in theaters, and um, I, I, I took a couple naps. Yeah. Like, I get <laughs> it, it. Took a couple naps. <laughs> it's no, a, like, it It's a fine a movie,
0: but there's like nothing all that special about it.
1: Yeah. No, the only other than that...
0: like the way it's filmed and feels like you're watching 3 hours of national geographic really
1: 100% and like even like the 3D part of it I thought the the early parts of the movie in 3D were cool like you know he's kind of floating in that tunnel or whatever it is that looked a little yeah. bit cool yeah. everything else was like I, it didn't really do much for me
2: uh last one one with this cranky Canucks fan what vacation food/drinks slash are you most looking forward to
0: oh vacation foods vacation foods i'm going to mexico later this summer oh yeah i'll just be on an all-inclusive resort very hit or miss in yeah my experience but I'm, if I'm you not find sure. something good i'm not sure how the food will be but generally like you know the the, the tacos will always be half decent so here was yeah. my frustration when i went to mexico what's that there were
2: no tacos what at like the all-inclusive like when you go to get lunch or dinner there was a Mexican restaurant yeah that you had to book for that served oh, wow. tacos but in terms of like the buffets there was no it was very difficult to find tacos
0: and maybe that was just the resort I went to but. that was the best part about like an all-inclusive in Jamaica is you you could get jerk chicken and beef patties all the time anywhere yeah. anyway anytime you wanted it yeah was amazing. Man. You would I'm think they would hungry. play into the like, <laughs> hey,
2: I'm going to Mexico because I want to have amazing tacos. Yeah. and uh, it was hard to find the drinks. Yeah, talk,
1: yeah. tacos Lots rank up there. I'd say margaritas are like a great summer drink.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mojitos. Mojitos are always, sure, yeah, always well, big. Yeah. Uh, all right you have any uh, food you're excited for uh, as you go away for the next uh, two weeks?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, so I've been on a big kick of like not eating out as much ah. recently. M- maybe it's because like I've really gotten tired of, of, of eating out all the time, right? I mean, like throughout the pandemic, you order so much food and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. So um, I don't know if there's anything I look forward to just like barbecuing and trying some new new uh, new, new recipes. recipes and stuff. Nice. That's kind of what I'm excited for. Yeah,
0: the TikTok recipes. Let's go. Mm.
1: I got like so many bookmarked.
0: Uh, I'm going to try salmon in the air fryer for the first time. We'll see how it goes. Ooh, I'm going to actually barbecue some fish a bit mm. later today. Sounds lovely. I'm starving. Uh, yes. All right. <laughs> Enjoy your weekends, whatever it is you may be doing. For producers, Josh, my co-host, Sat, I'm Dan. Have a lovely weekend on Sports at 650.